I got to play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto-picked. No. Oh, there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How'd we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. What's up, Football Card Quest? I'm Paul Hickey, co-host of the Sports Card Strategy Show right here on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Be sure to check out our other great shows on the network by visiting NoOffSeason.com. And of course, check out all the great content that Andy's putting out at FootballCardQuest.com to help you make money flipping football cards to fund your PC, fund your life. All right, everybody, here's Football Card Quest. Week 11 is here. Feels good to be back in the studio on the East Coast, guys. Welcome back to the Football Card Quest. I hope. All of you questers are doing good out there. Uh, it's your host, Andy, and we're going to look at the week 11 slate. But more importantly, we've got some really big storylines that have unfolded since Thursday night, uh, particularly Joe Burrow done for the season, Deshaun Watson done for the season. We also potentially have Mark Andrews done for the season. This whole entire AFC North is up in the air right now. We need to talk about who's going to be the quarterback replacement for these guys, who the targets are, what you need to do with Joe Burrow cards, and how you should attack these skill position players. So uh, let's kind of dive right into it. Our co-host, as usual, Steve, the eBay hitman, Caladesi, he will be joining us shortly. I believe he was taking a nap or something like that. But I tell you what, guys, being back on the East Coast, it feels super late. So I'm like, I'm getting this thing spun up early. Let's go. Um, we are, once again, uh, we're still in bye weeks. We're still in bye weeks. So Let's let's just go ahead and tackle this big big story right out of the gate. Joe Burrow, there was a wrist injury. They they had a compression sleeve on him the night before the game. The the Cincinnati Bengals deleted the image. It uh, was something that the NFL is now investigating them for. They could potentially lose a first round draft pick or some other draft pick next year uh, for that because they didn't properly report him on the injury report. What up, Jordan McLeod, twenty twenty three Heisman. Winner, he's now uh, rooting for Jordan McLeod. Loving it, loving it. Yeah, I, I saw that um, uh, Jordan Travis just snapped his leg earlier, man. So I'm sure you guys are watching some college football. LSU uh, was a Georgia, playing Georgia State. I think they were trailing 7-0 seven, seven, last time I looked. So I appreciate you guys joining us on this, uh, on this Saturday college football night, getting ready for uh, week 11 tomorrow. Got some some big games, and uh, you know one of the one of the biggest divisions right now, the AFC that uh, needs to be discussed is the AFC North. Joe Burrow, as you can see here, looking at that prism, which is top in the charts for sold volume in the past ninety days. I have I have it on thirty days. But let's let's back out and let's look at one hundred and eighty days. Let's go back to before the preseason. You see, it's down twenty eight percent to a new trend of 150. That's the 180-day trend. Actually, the 30-day trend is uh, is lower than that. The 30-day the trend now is about 120, as you can see. So uh, those PSA 10s, you can see there, down quite a bit. Now, I do think that they could potentially go down a little bit 
further. There's definitely a possibility. I mean, you just still go and compare uh, Joe Burrow to the rest of that draft class, like Jalen Hurts, who's right under 100. Tua, who's right under 100. Dude, now it looks like the Miami Dolphins are going to emerge. Maybe the favorites out of the AFC East and out of the AFC North, you got to think it's going to be the Ravens. The Browns uh, were working out Joe Flacco the other day, but he did not sign with the Browns. So I have not seen a quarterback signing for the Browns yet. That means as of right now, you got uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson as their starting quarterback this morning. So, or this weekend. So you, you're looking at another one of those heavy uh, dose of run game and defense here. They're also playing division rivals, the Pittsburgh Steelers, who continue to find a way to win games within one score. They now, I think, have the the NFL. Uh, they're leading the NFL in the amount of games they've won this year by one score or less. So it's like there is there there is a lot that could go wrong for the Steelers to start losing games. They somehow find a way to continue to win them, and right now are uh, tied. For the, with the Browns at six and three for the lead in that in that division, well they're behind the um, behind the the Ravens at eight and three. So you know they they all have the equal amount of um, of of losses there, but the Ravens have that one extra win playing Thursday night. But yeah, the Bengals are uh, their season's done, man. Their season is done. You've got uh, let's see what's his name starting for as a backup for Joe Burrow. Uh Jake Browning. Jake Browning. Let's pull up Jake Browning's profile here. On playerprofiler.com. Let's see. I think this was Jake Browning's NFL debut. He's an undrafted free agent from 2019 that went to Washington. Doesn't really have much there popping off the charts. Um uh, pretty solid breakout age and decent college QBR on his profile, 6'2", 211. I'm not even sure as an undrafted free agent. I imagine he's probably got some rookie ticket autos. Uh, haven't even looked into Jake Browning's market yet. To be honest with you guys, I don't think that Jake Browning is the play here. I think this is a lost season now for the Bengals. Uh, and I, th I think you're going to have a buying window open up for Joe Burrow. But more importantly, I want to talk about the skill position, guys. I want to talk about uh, T. Higgins. He's going to hit free agency this offseason. We know cards appreciate during the free agency time period because NFL's over. And that's what the news is all about. It's 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 where the free agents are going. And these wide receivers get uh, have been getting big, big bags of money the past couple of years. And um, wide receivers are a great, great, great position to target during the free agency uh, time period. But you get your best prices on them now. Diamond Dog, what's up, man? Uh, shout out to all my fellow sports cards nerd, sports card nerds out there. Um, so yeah, you can see that definitely people are buying the Prism draft picks. They're getting they're getting some exposure to Jake Brown. And, Mark, and the market's healthy, man. People want access to a backup quarterback that's going to be throwing balls uh, to Jamar Chase. And T. Higgins been out with a, uh, with a hamstring, but um, which is, which is another reason why he, he's a, he's a great snipe target right now, to be honest with you guys. Uh, not only is he out with a hamstring injury, he just lost 
his franchise quarterback for the season, and he hits the free agency market this offseason. Uh, and and hopefully he doesn't go to the Panthers, but the Panthers could draft another quarterback, to be honest with you guys. I mean, we're starting to – it's ugly there. It's ugly there. We're starting to see signs that Bryce Young could be uh, a bust. I know a lot of you guys are – are um, are holding on, holding on for him. Think it's just a, a rough rookie season. I get it. He's not getting a lot of protection. He doesn't have uh, much. Apparently, the Panthers were in the market for both T. Higgins and Devontae Adams before the trade deadline. Couldn't make it happen. Uh, they're not impressed at all with DJ Chark, Terrace Marshall, um, Jonathan Mingo. Really, the only guy that's doing anything there is Adam Thielen. Plus, he's not getting time. Uh, okay. Well, if, if it turns out to be right, which you never know, man, I, 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 I agree with you that it's highly unlikely they're not drafting another QB, but at the same time with the depth of the quarterback class coming out in 2024 and with them, um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I doubt they are, but, uh, Bryce Young's not looking good, man, not looking good. So, um, anyways, the whole reason of me bringing that up was to was to highlight the fact that T. Higgins could potentially go to a team like the Panthers, um, and that might not necessarily translate into the hype that you want. But the rumors of where he will go may be where his best prices are. Um, we've seen that happen time and time again. So T. Higgins is a uh, premium snipe target for me right now because of him hitting the free agency market this offseason. And I am really interested in stuff like this right here, an optic wave serial numbered out of 199 PSA 10, super low population, rated rookie optic. You get that wave design, which is really nice too. And only $37.75. You're not even going to find any data on this card. But, you know, obviously, you can't expect him to get anywhere close to Justin Jefferson values. Maybe you could you could pull up C.D. Lamb in that conversation. The problem is people that are going after C.D. Lamb cards these days are always, in most cases, targeting his rookie autos. Uh, and they're bypassing a lot of this kind of market for C.D. Lamb. So you can see... The prices for these cards on for CD Lamb are still pretty low considering what a Justin Jefferson version of these cards go for. And these cards become more more and more popular for quarterbacks um, and and other previous draft years where you have a higher level of scarcity around these type of cards. But man, when in, in 2020 and more current, they just they did crank up the production. So you could look at a, a Prism Silver, which is a true short print card from uh, from 2020. Look at that. Only a population of 58 Prism Silver PSA 10s, 184. And the PSA 10 currently going for about a, a hundred. I mean, it's all over the place. $220 buy it now, which is nice. And you see it hasn't been many transactions since the season started. Most recent is a 138. I'm not. I'm not expecting this. Uh, this this wave to get up to 138, but it's possible. It's possible. I could. I could definitely see myself flipping this because it is a PSA 10. It is serial numbered. It does have a rated rookie logo and a nice design. 
I could easily see myself flipping that for a hundred, which is a nice profit for a small amount of legwork on one card. And right now it's got zero bids. And that's the beauty of a card ending on a Saturday night. Um, with uh, with right now with T Higgins being injured, nobody's thinking. You know, not not many people are are um, on Bengals players right now after Thursday night. So uh, this would be the great time to snipe T Higgins first and foremost. Um, he's kind of like got the the perfect storm, and he's a great uh, free agency time period flip, and potentially then again in the beginning of September. <laughs> throw higgins on the panthers y'all won't shut up about how much his cards are worth <laughs> oh man wayne comes wayne comes in here and says is buying trailing's rookie cards right now a good decision well the fact that you can probably get a rookie ticket auto Trey Lance for 30 dollars is is literally like no downside so what happened if dak got hurt cooper rush got hurt all of a sudden Trey Lance. <laughs> has a uh has a chance to start or what happens if he gets traded to another team potentially in the free agency i'm sure there's a little spike and it doesn't take much news for a car that's at 30 dollars right now to go up so target some trail lance auctions if you want you know just understand you may be stuck holding that for a long time if maybe ever um so Jim B said 15 minutes after Burrow went down, I checked Browning's cards and almost all were sold too slow for that chance. Yeah. Especially on a quarterback with those kind of weapons, uh, it's they're going to get, it's going to go super quick. And then thing is he's an undrafted free agent. Uh, you know, um, it's not, it's, it's not like he's got any type of resume to be good. And, and that's part of it, right? It's a big fear of missing out what could be, that is almost a lot of times a bigger driver of demand on for the rookie cards than the actual success on the field. Um, so let me go, let me see something here. So Jake Browning, I did manage to, uh, did manage to throw a touchdown but um, eight for 14, three sacks. Tough Ravens, tough Ravens defense, of course. But, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the guys, uh, Jake Browning is not to play. It's a lost season for the Bengals. Lost season. Uh, Filthy's got a parlay in right now. Just need Longhorns and Huskies to win, to hit. All right, good luck, man. Go, go Longhorns and Huskies. Yeah, 49ers are playing Tampa tomorrow. Um, they may hang another 30, and that's that's the wild thing is that Tampa's defense has been has been up and down. They've been putting a lot of pressure against weak offensive lines like we did last week against Tennessee, but the secondary has been gashed for most of the season. Uh, and that's what's crazy is Will Levis wasn't able to do anything against the Tampa secondary because they got the defensive line got to him so quick. I mean the fact he only took four sacks in that game, he still had like I think almost a dozen uh, hits and pressures. I mean, they were in his face. 
the offensive line for the Titans is terrible. So um, if they can protect Purdy, then yeah, he can he he can and will hang another thirty. At the same time, Mike Evans is going to play, and Mike uh, Evans has been having a great string of games. Right now, he's a wide receiver seven, I believe, in fantasy points per game. So just having a fantastic second half season here. Uh, Rashad White really coming to form. And Baker having arguably the best season of his career. So uh, Tampa's going to hang with them as well. And they're going to they're gonna score, man. So uh, it's, it should be a fun game. Should be a fun game. Um. Derek, all this this uh, this username, it's, it's a long one. I just started calling you McLeod. McLeod says T-Law was a bust his rookie year. CJ Stroud was straight trash when he was drafted. Calm down. Uh, I didn't think CJ Stroud was straight trash when he was drafted. I, dra- I drafted CJ Stroud over Bryce Young in Dynasty. I was in on CJ Stroud over Bryce Young for sure. Anani, cheese. What's good, man? Cheese. I appreciate that super chat, sir. $5 super chat. Trey McBride, dude. Trey McBride is popping off. So he had the return of Kyler Murray last week. But this Arizona Cardinals franchise really loves Trey McBride. He has become their new George Kittle their new Travis Kelsey, Trey McBride can ball, man. He he showed it in college. He had the draft capital to back it. And now Trey McBride is out there tearing it up, tearing it up, man. So uh, let's check out the prices because this is, a, this is an interesting one. The tight end market typically lags well behind. Um, I think that generally speaking, it's probably going to be a good time to buy Trey McBride because of his position and the fact that his name is not Travis Kelsey. So let's go ahead and pull in uh, Trey McBride here on eBay and see what the sold um, items look like or just the auctions ending here soon. All right, so an Origins plain patch. Uh, you can, can see it's got nine bids. This card that probably would add half the bids last week or the week before. Um, I I still I would I would never want to pay more than fifteen dollars, like around that fifteen dollar range for that card. And it's got four seventy five shipping, so I'd be looking to combine shipping with some other cards from that seller's um, that seller store if I could. But you have like a card like this ending in thirty minutes. Another big plain patch, which is kind of ugly in my opinion but it is serial numbered out of 99 you got the rc shield the rookie auto so getting that car especially with a dollar shipping if i could get that one for about 10 uh that's easy money you know easy money so the trey mcbride cards still are pretty cheap the panini one rpa out of 99 that's a nice rpa there that i would want to pick up for 20 or less out the door um and national treasures yeah so you can see that National Treasures 4275. I mean, this is typically going to be a hundred dollar plus card. Uh, but given all those factors that we just mentioned, you know, 
I think you're going to be able to get this one for probably less than 65. And that makes it a buy because uh, the potential for that card is 100 plus next year. So I'm seeing quite a few cards on here for Trey McBride that I like. I like the white sparkle prism. That's a really popular liquid card there. It's going to be some nice scarcity. I think this... This this um, white sparkle isn't this serial numbered or no? It's just classified as a case hit. It's probably just recognized. No no serial number, so just recognize the case hit. You got another auction tomorrow at eight oh five. Yeah, so he's definitely in the buy category right now, for sure. I mean, you got to remember we're going up against the midseason dip. Have major injuries to some of these quarterbacks is definitely going to sour some people from the market. And, um, and yeah, we're just at the perfect time, man. We're at the perfect time with the holidays and, uh, and everything else going on with baseball and basketball and all kinds of stuff. So, you know, this is a great time to still continue sniping. It's not like the Cardinals are a great team. They're playing the Texans tomorrow at 1 PM. I've got the Texans in this game at, at all day, but at the same time, Trey McBride should be a popular target, as so should Marquise Hollywood Brown. They move all over the formation. I like both those guys. I like the the uh, the the rushing upside that Kyler Murray presents. That dual threat capability, man, he looked great last week. I know it's got some big Trey McBride fans in the house, like Ryan Childress here from Rhino Sports Cards. He's the McBride God. Bo Nix is apparently gone off today. McLeod says Bo Nix, 24 of 29, 404 yards, six touchdowns. Holy crap, that's some serious efficiency. Great, uh, great pro tip here from Hector. Need to dump my mosaic spec cards before Prism hits next month. Yeah, uh, great idea, great idea, because it's not, it's not just Prism, you know, it's, it's Origins, it's Donruss, it's uh, it's it's all the other all the other sets. I know I, I can't think of a, a couple, um, off the top of my head, but we can look at the um, look look at the release schedule real quick. So I know Prism is scheduled for the end of the year, so that is obviously going to be uh, the biggest one. But I just use um, Steel City Collectibles because I like the way they formatted their release schedule. It's not um, too busy. And you just do a control F and type in football and it's kind of take you straight to it. So you see 2023 national treasures collegiate and let's keep going. All right. Yeah. Donruss now pushed back to December 1st. So it's about two, two weeks away there. Hobby uh, retail. That's going to be a big one. Uh, Super break keepsake premiere. Not worried about that. Onyx Vintage, uh, not worried about that. That may, that may be good for like a, a Jaden Daniels, seeing how he didn't make it into uh, the Bowman Chrome University. So that, that one may be interesting for him. I can't really think of too many other guys in college that are that are well-known that, that didn't make it into Bowman Chrome University in the past three years that would maybe be in that instead. But maybe a couple obscure guys. Um all right, it's more Donruss factory set. All right, so yeah, here we got Prism announced December 20th. So this is your time, the next month, 
to unload those mosaics, especially the ones that aren't tessellations um, or uh, or gold or one of ones or micro mosaic case hits. I think those will hang on pretty decent long term. Leaf electric. Uh, January 5th, you got Absolute. So people are going to be chasing those kabooms January 5th. I can't wait to uh, get me a kaboom. Phoenix is a pretty popular set as well. Phoenix does uh, okay. It's about it's about mosaic. So you see by the end of January, you're going to have one, two, three big sets uh, coming out between Donruss, Prism, and Phoenix. You know, Phoenix, at the end of the day, is very similar to uh, Mosaic. Um, I mean, here we are on the, the CD Lamb market, but um, going back to Joe Burrow, what we started the stream off talking about, look at his most sold cards in the past 180 days. You have a couple Mosaics up here, but a lot of that is due to the availability and price point, right? Easy for people to get in on a PSA 10. And get that base NFL debut mosaic. A um, couple more. There's the Phoenix. Phoenix Fireburst. Uh, $107 trend compared to uh, same trend for a camo pink mosaic. Uh, uh, a camo, no, that's a camo pink NFL debut. The base mosaics, half of that. Uh, I was hoping we'd find a a mosaic uh, silver or, or actually that's actually going to be more on the short print side. So something like, uh, yeah, I guess you're kind of stuck finding these. Yeah. I was, I was looking for this one. This was the one I was looking for this mosaic mosaic, which is actually pretty common this year. If you look at the 2023 class, this mosaic mosaic is more common than the silver for sure. Uh, they try try to make it to where the silver is a, uh, is more on the true short print range and this is more on the common uh parallel range so yeah about the same trends you see what i'm saying you know you get a, a good idea of where um you know the popularity kind of lies between how how frequently people submit these cards man that's a stubby thumb right there look at that thing uh yeah he got it sold though he got it sold so Sure is, Anani. Yep, sure is, Anani. So next one down, like we mentioned, is Deshaun Watson. Another good team, too, man. Another good team. And the thing is, Dorian Thompson-Robinson, who was a preseason wonder, face-planted in his NFL debut, and now should get another, should get another shot. The, the crazy thing is, think about uh, Josh Dobbs. I mean... Either one of these teams could have had Josh Dobbs earlier in the season, and now Josh Dobbs is on an incredible heater with the um, with the Minnesota Vikings now winning five in a row. Obviously, he didn't win all five of those in a row, but the just uh, the last two, man, it's been pretty incredible. Last last week was really good for him. Let's see, upper echelon. Yeah, I just feel like man. You want to get into this kind of market for DTR? I'm okay with that. That upper echelon there at $42 out of $149. But ultimately, I'm more inclined to just buy Jerome Ford. The problem is 
Jerome Ford has been has burned us a couple times and where he's had these big breakout runs and then he's gotten hurt by the end of the game. So it's almost like he spiked at the beginning of the game, then gone back down after the game. He is a week to week, uh, volatile running back to invest in much like Devon a chain, who we're going to be talking about because, uh, Devon a chain has been activated up off of IR and he will be making a return this week. And if you look at the AFC East, it looks like the Miami Dolphins uh, could win this division and uh, definitely definitely make a playoff run. So um, definitely interested in A-Chain, who scored seven touchdowns, seven touchdowns in the span of four games, skyrocketed to being a top three running back overall in that wonderful Mike McDaniels, uh, you know, run zone scheme system and um, – yeah, we want exposure to A-Chain, and he's a rookie. So, yeah, a little bit of that luster, that lack, you know, that FOMO has worn off because he already did it, and then he got banged up, and now he's back. And kind of the same thing happened with Jerome Ford. He blew up there in the primetime game when Nick Chubb went down, then he had the breakaway run, then, he's, then he got injured, and then he came back, and he had some decent games, another breakaway run, then got injured again. Now he's coming back again. So... Uh, I like getting cards this cheap. Color match prism rookie out of two forty nine for uh, two dollars. That five fifty shipping's got something's got to be done about that. You got to either consolidate, get more from that seller, or just don't buy it from them because uh, that sucks. The, the the thing is though, that's going to have a lot of collection value. It's such a good entry level card. It's color match. It's prism. It's just going to have um, some really nice. And I'm not even sharing my screen, but that's okay because welcome to the stage, our man, Steve, the eBay hitman Caledesi. Steve, welcome in to week 11 card pick them, sir. Yeah, buddy, man. It's uh, I, I saw the first comment when I popped in and we definitely have some injuries going on here, man. It's, it's a lot of broken best ball sheets potentially. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you're in a two QB league, you know, Prayers up to you. I hope you can scoop somebody up. Otherwise, it's going to be a rough finish this year. Yeah, so uh, what's your take on Joe Burrow being done for the year um, and the Bengals' lost season, Jake Browning, the undrafted free agent from 2019, uh, getting a start there? Yeah, I mean, what a uh, awful time. I mean, there's not any good timing to lose an elite quarterback like that, but, uh, man, a week after the trade deadline, nonetheless. Yeah, that sucks for uh, sucks for them. And and then um, Deshaun Watson done for the season as well. Um, and uh, they they haven't signed Joe Flacco. I saw Joe Flacco worked out with the team the other day. I haven't seen any news since that they've signed another quarterback. So it looks like we are going to get uh, Dorian Thompson Robinson. Uh, another another start here, and uh, my my whole thing with the Browns and the Bengals is to attack the skill position players. Uh, I'm I'm attacking right now, Steve. I'm buying T Higgins on the Bengals, and I am buying Jerome Ford on the Browns, even though he is a volatile running back week to week. I like it. Yeah, I mean his his stuff has come down a bit, but. Um, for for both good reason and good opportunity, I do think that he's not only the 
the better back. He's the younger back. He does get uh, most of the higher leverage work and a uh, higher scale of the share, kind of what we anticipated going forward. So um, I like it, man. Ford has definitely turned out to be a nice pick uh, preseason and uh, continuing it as a guy that you should be buying going forward. Yeah. Now, he doesn't get me quite as excited as Devon A-Chain, who is, is who I was talking about right before you hopped on. He's coming back from IR. Uh, the AFC East is ripe for the taking right now, man, with the Bills uh, f- floundering on offense, a variety of issues going on there. Sean McDermott's not going to fire himself, so he fires his offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey, thinking he's the issue with – although Ken Dorsey's been there for – uh, since you know Brian Dable days, and um, and and not to mention that the Bills' offense has been a top three in in EPA per play on offense since the beginning of the season. Uh, they fired him. You know, got to have somebody to blame. It almost seems like he's a scapegoat there, Steve. And then you have Rodgers eyeing a mid-December return, but they can't seem to score touchdowns right now. So the Jets struggling to win games themselves, and the Patriots' season is just. Uh, absolute toast there's uh there's there's a lot of rebuilding that needs to go on on the patriots so it looks like this is the miami's miami's year man this is miami's division this year so i i think the miami dolphins make an interesting playoff run and with uh devon a chain and that mike mcdaniel's run system i mean dude he's put up seven touchdowns in four weeks uh let's go man let's get it let's let's dial it back up you know I think it's funny that, you know, people are a little down on the, on the Dolphins simply because they're not scoring 70 points every week or whatever the case is. But, uh, I mean, they still look good every week. They Yeah, they've lost to some big teams, but, you know, that's a ball that can bounce either way realistically. Last year they were winning those games, Andy. So, you know, you, you can't look at it just from like a, a one-dimensional, uh, you know, threshold here. They're obviously a good team. They're almost for certain going to make the playoffs. I I thought before the year that was a, a Super Bowl type team, and uh, it seems like the division just got a bit easier for him. Anani thinks the Buffalo Bills and the Bengals won't be on the. Well, I can I can almost guarantee you the Bengals won't be in the playoffs. Their season is done. But um, Buffalo, man, that's a tough pill for Buffalo fans to swallow. But it's it's likely they could miss the the wild card seeding out of the AFC. And um, you're right, man. And, you know, what's interesting is uh, teams like the Texans are are going to make a wild card run for sure, man, which nobody expected. And uh, we get our guy Nico Collins back this week, Steve. I'm sure you're excited about that. Yeah, um, he was already kind of leading the uh leading the way early in the year and obviously in his absence they didn't really miss a beat so you plug him back in that starting lineup and uh you only continue to see good things plug them plug them in let them rip uh so yeah you know it's, it's such a challenge sometimes to hunt for cards on comc i kind of like this reactive blue that's like thirteen seventy five. I really want to get that card for like five bucks. You know, it's a non-serial numbered colored mosaic card. I know at the end of the day, I really need to get that card for five bucks. And then they really the only way I'm going to add value to it from there is to get it graded. Right, Steve? 
The green one for nine bucks. I mean, in the long run, is that a good price? Probably not. But is it a good price right now? It might be, be because maybe you can get it for six seventy five, and uh, you know, realistic. If he has a couple long touchdowns or even one, or they make the playoffs and he has a good game, I mean, that's that's the kind of card that's an easy flip. Obviously, he's got to stay healthy, right? We don't know a lot about. Uh, know what his long-term capabilities are we just kind of saw a flash in the pan but it was a pretty sizable flash so ultimately i want something like this steve i I want something like this this nice rpa from panini black it's numbered uh out of 15 it is considered a ruby rpa it's got a nice patch in it got the rookie card shield and we got a nice rookie auto it's currently 77 dollars ending in two and a half hours tonight what would your what would your max it's got some whitening on the corners but this is easy with panini black man these cards are just thick uh card stock unfortunately like you said it's par for the course on those so if you can get past that uh you've got a three color patch you've got an auto it is a nice card. Uh, I don't know, man. It, it's not that I don't believe in uh, in his value or his stock, but I personally have a hard time dropping what's probably going to be $100 on that card, personally. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I think that um, it would be worth it. I, I think you can make money on it if you could buy it for anything under 100 I, I have a, a contrarian play, if you will. You mentioned T. Higgins. You mentioned uh ford but honestly who are people going to start panic selling joe burrow oh yeah 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 i think he i think he becomes a great play here uh during the holiday season i i might i I might buy you a joe burrow orange laser psa 10 for christmas man that that might be your christmas gift that'd be beautiful that's yeah i mean that's not like uh a one of one type card but that's a perfect burrow card to own and display because it's probably you know surprisingly those orange lasers even not for teams that have orange uniforms uh have been kind of like one of the go-tos of all the parallels yeah it really has been and you you see his uh his psa 10 on that it's about a 500 dollars card and uh and that's that's kind of that's down. That's around the fifty-two week low. Like you go back to that period last year before they make the playoff run. That's about a four hundred dollar card, Mitzi. So I definitely, I definitely think it gets lower, man. If it goes under four hundred, I think that's where you buy it. Yeah, yeah, and, and uh, the nines too. I wonder if there's a chance you might see him go towards like the one twenty range. That's a buy all day. It is, guys. So uh, just a quick reminder, if you guys want to get access to that web app that we were just looking at, um, definitely check out footballcardquest.com. Click that Go Premium button in the top right. That'll take you right to all of this content right here. It's going to take you to where you can sign up. And then what happens, you get an automated message with a link that actually uh, allows you to sign up for this, but it also gets you access to the Discord server and our weekly articles uh, and all the other good stuff that we're doing there. I just picked up a FedEx package today, Steve, from Walgreens of all places, but I was out of town, so it got sent to Walgreens and they had to, they right. had to hold it. I had two, two big FedEx packages here that are PSA reveals. 
So we do the the group PSA submissions have come back. I'm really excited to rip those open and see what the grades are. I'll be doing that this week. And yeah, it's going to be fun stuff. So check it out, guys. FootballCardQuest.com. Uh, go premium button. Yeah, let Steve. me know when you guys do another one. I, I've been setting some stuff aside for that. The Vikings have won five in a row out of the NFC North. J uh, Justin Jefferson is still on IR. What's what, This is crazy, man. Josh Dobbs now entering the third week after the, this past two weeks of, of heaters. And when we look at the, uh, the week 11 schedule here, they get a, a super cushy matchup against the Denver Broncos Sunday night. Wait, is it cushy? The Broncos have won a couple in a row now. They're on a little streak, but. You know, we were pretty quick. Uh, at least a lot of people were. We actually said we thought Denver had a good chance of winning last week, and they did. Uh, Russ has looked good. He hasn't yeah. looked elite, to be fair, but he's looked good, and he's definitely been good enough to win, obviously. You know, you're right, man. Uh, Russell Wilson has. Been throwing the ball pretty good, pretty good lately, man. Uh, they won the last three in a row, and this is going to be a lovely statement game. I think an island game, too, so you get all these eyeballs. What I am interested in, Steve, is this Josh Dobbs market. I know it's got a lot more eyeballs, but we are in um, a market where any given day there could be an auction that goes undervalued. And that is the beauty of the sports card market is you can stalk those auctions and you never know when one is just not getting the views for whatever reason uh, you make and you can make money on it. Like, I don't know. I'm, I don't know what you think about the, the difference between this, like uh, the $32 red and yellow prism optic or just the base silver prism from 2017 for 1658 currently and and both of these are ending tonight here in the next hour or so you know the the thing that scares me about that is it's not it's not uh an easy buy anymore because there's a lot of people in on him now he's been covered by a bunch of other hobby influencer channels as a hot card as a hot player uh, for people that picked them up as like a filler for a, uh, their fantasy team for quarterback. Um, you've now seen admirably him fill in two weeks in a row. And uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Last week, he was the QB seven in points. You know, uh, a three-tenths of a point behind Burrow and uh, one point, less than a point higher than Goff. So, I mean, he's out there doing it. Is it sustainable? That's the thing we don't know, but um, there's definitely a fire there, Andy. Whether it will go out on its own or not, we don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's it's such a tough one to predict. But what I do know is that the Vikings' defense has been playing pretty good, and the Broncos have their their defense has turned it around in the past a um, uh, couple weeks. But where they haven't turned around is their run defense, Steve. Their run defense is still last in the league. And what do we know about the Vikings? That they pretty much gave a bell cow roll to Alexander Madison. However, Alexander Madison suffered a concussion last week. 
Cam Akers already tore another Achilles, so he's done for the season. Alexander Madison suffered a concussion. Guess who that opens the door for in a bell cow role? What could be a positive game script with how well Josh Dobbs has been playing? Ty Chandler. I think this is the Ty Chandler game in primetime football on Sunday night. He was a guy we were bullish on in the preseason because he's fast. He was efficient. He was dicing up those second string defenses. This is time for Ty Chandler to shine in a primetime game, Steve. And I am all here for it because I've got some nice Ty Chandler cards. He's got some decent draft capital, so he's got printed quite a bit. And the guy's really explosive. So I, he may be the next primetime guy up on a, on a Vikings team that's won five in a row that like everybody can't stop talking about. Now Kevin O'Connell's like up for coach of the year and all this. I mean, and, and you get Justin Jefferson's not going to be back Sunday night. So, you know, dialed up for TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, we love him too. But um, Ty Chandler in the run game, man, Steve, what do you think about him Sunday night? I think that he's a better fit for this offense than the Cousins offense. And even though they didn't really use him in the passing game, um, I don't think that he was game planned into the passing game because they didn't really expect, obviously, the injuries that happened. So I think they see, you see him more as a receiver this week, but uh, I agree. Um, going into you know the past few weeks, it didn't look good as far as his season outlook, but all of a sudden he finds himself on potentially the precipice of starting, but he's definitely going to at least be in probably a timeshare right away unless there's an injury ahead of him. You can't ask for better prices either. I mean, look, Red Shimmer. Serial numbered out of 35, rookie auto from Prism for 35 on comc.com. So it's like I get that instant ability. I already see a sale of $46.99 back in the playoffs. I mean, uh, it seems like a pretty clear buy. And maybe what I do is uh, I even try and get in, try and uh, get an offer. Like maybe I offer this guy 30. And see if he'll let's see if he'll accept it. You know, let's offer him. I'll offer him thirty. See if he'll accept it because it's a fantastic deal. You know, you've got sold proof that's going to sell for forty six. This card is definitely going to show up on eBay because it's in that tier of rareness and desirability. I mean, I think that's a great looking card right there, Steve. Uh, and these prices look pretty good from what I'm seeing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, look at that. Third, yeah, I mean, if, if you're on, if you look at it, yeah, that's $7, like a perfect example of like a low to medium risk right there, you know. Actually, that one's not a rookie, Andy, is it? Is it? Oh, it is. I'm going to zoom oh, in the, for you. Oh, there it is. Yeah, I can see it now. It's the same color as the background. So, yeah, no, that's that's a good example of like a low leverage play. Seven bucks. It's, it's got a serial, serial number. number. Uh those uh what is it what are those the discos oh no those are the no huddles no huddles it's an attractive card it's definitely got easy 2x capability that's the thing about com c i all i have to do is click a couple buttons so i clicked one button to buy it and i had a message in my um in our anonymous mailbag so the other thing uh, i've just been traveling the past week so um looking forward to getting back i'll be doing a mailbag next week and uh, what basically it's what it's going to be is a tutorial on ComC and how we use them because there's a lot of intricacies to this web app, comc.com. It's just another avenue to flip cards. 
Uh, and you just have a lot less legwork. So buying a $7 card, flipping it for 15, when you only have to click three buttons, why not? You know, um, you know, the, so that's the, the kind of thing about Com C is that the storage price is, is next to nothing, basically. Uh, so the amount of actual work that goes into it, not, not a whole lot. Plus, I can't tell you how many times I was just sitting there and I, uh, I got an email the next morning and it's like, oh, your Com C activity report. I'm like, oh, what's this? And then there'll just be a couple cards that sold. So, I mean, it's it's there. It's sold. It's, quote, shipped. It's out of your possession. And literally next to no effort involved in that. Yeah, and I've already got it relisted here for um, 14 bucks. So now it's now it's relisted, and we are good to go. I, I think that's a great um, slip to put in tomorrow night on Underdog Fantasy Stadium as well see we were dude we were so close last week to uh to winning hitting big man um again and it just didn't quite get there so we're down a little bit this week uh, overall we're up just over six hundred dollars for the season <laughs> yeah not bad not bad not bad man not bad so um we popped over here guys to underdogfantasy.com where we 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 bet on over unders of specific player stats whether it's receiving yards passing yards touchdowns right here we're going to do um Ty Chandler and we're going to look at look at this dude missed it by one pick one no. pick oh, man it was the Terry McLaurin receiving yards no. i and like i don't know how we didn't get that i don't know i don't know um, it's looking like a kind of like a beast, man. Well, that whole offense is awesome because of Eric Bieniemy, and they're they're Which, executing, uh, man. They're, he was the, the highest scoring running back last week. Sam Howell, Sam Howell is. I mean, he's throwing like an average of uh, forty-five to fifty times a game. It's it's nuts. It's nuts. And I, I know you're like, so if you're a Brian Robinson fan, you feel free to um, to snipe. But I I'm gonna stick with my Ty Chandler. From 2022, just Andy, uh, uh, he has quietly climbed the list to the fantasy running back five on the year. How about wow, that? wow! Hit hit us with your top ten uh, running backs right now. Yeah, uh, I think we'll see some familiar names at the top. McCaffrey, two is Mostert, three is Etn, four Edwards, who had a couple touchdowns last week. Brian Robinson, five. Kenneth Walker, six. Jacobs, eight. Mixon nine and Zach Moss still up there at 10, but you got to feel like his role is quickly diminishing here. Yeah, for sure. He'll be, he'll be taken over by uh, Jalen Warren at that uh, number you know, 10 take, spot here pretty soon. Take it for what it's worth. Like I, if I made a little asterisk like Zach Moss, don't anticipate to see him there next week. Cause you've got guys like David Montgomery who missed a couple weeks and he's not too far behind. Uh, Ramadre Stevenson, who's now coming back to form Ford, who's missed a few weeks, who's coming back to form. Same with Eckler, same with Devon A chain who's coming back. So Andy is Pollard going to show up the rest of the year. Oh he's man. That's down bottom, bro. He's 25th overall. Well, you know, what's interesting. They've been throwing the ball a ton and he's really gotten unlucky. Uh, I remember he's had a couple goal line carries the last couple weeks where he's like stopped like six inches short um he had he had one big play that was called back so it's you know there's uh 
it's there's there's just been like i think a string of of combination of bad luck and also they're not doing anything for them because they're just throwing the ball so much they're going with a pass heavy approach and cd lamb is so good um you know there's a lot of focus there so yeah, I, I think it's coming. I think a, a Pollard game is coming, but, um, man, too far and few in between this year. How about Cooks going off for, like, 177 yards? Finally. They finally got him the ball more than, you know, a handful of times. But, you know, he's had, like, three, four really solid weeks in a row now. Yeah. He sure has. He sure has. So, they they have A-chain props on here, guys. Uh, underdogfantasy.com promo code quest gets you that instant 100% deposit bonus up to $500 right now. It's crazy money they're giving away when you're a new user using promo code quest and Devin a chain. Uh, I mean, I, I'm feeling all these. I, I just go with the rushing yards over. I don't think you, you, you don't want to be late. You don't want to be late to a guy like Devin A-Chain because when he goes off, he's going off huge. It's not just, I mean, this this line of 45.5 is a joke. You know what I'm saying? If you look at all his last games, he's playing. He and, and The Raiders' defense is, is not that good. They have a decent pass rusher in Max Crosby, but that's about it, man. I agree. And the thing about him is it's not a ton of volume, but he's been doing he's been doing an awful lot with what he's given. Yeah. So I just picked the the rushing yards over 45.5. And then if you want to go with the thunder, it's Raheem Mostert. So if you want to come in here and do like a, a touchdown over for Mostert or I mean, honestly, the, the Ravens run defense, like we said, they're ranked 27th right now. So <laughs> I, I would be I wouldn't be opposed to uh, dialing up Mostert on the rushing yards as well, but maybe that's a little greedy. But we we have seen both of those guys hit on numerous occasions. So, and it's a game, Andy. Is it in um? Is it in Miami or is it? Yeah, it's in Miami. It's in Miami. So it's a game that they may likely be ahead by a substantial amount. So it's yeah, yeah. So it's not really greedy, right? I think they. I oh, think they, they both they, probably. They have a clear, uh, a clear uh, advantage when they play at home, offensively and defensively, than than when they don't. You like the touchdown prop here, or the or the yardage for oh. for Mostert? If I dial up both of them, the touchdown is actually not that bad. He, he I feel like he just. Seems to score every week, realistically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, how unrealistic would it be for uh, one guy to take it most of the way down the field on the drive and him to hammer it in? That's not unrealistic. Uh, what do we have for Aiden O'Connell? We got three sacks taken. You know, he's not very mobile. I don't mind that. Three and a half rushing yards. 19 and a half completions. Ooh, you know, we, we hit this completion one before. There's 19 and a half completions. Mm, that one is so tempting. I, I think we should go under on that. 19 and a half completions? Yeah. Interesting. What's What was the pass attempts the past few weeks? 
It's it's been twenty seven, and and this is against the Jets for yeah. only one hundred fifty three yards. Twenty five against New York. It's absolutely terrible, and then thirteen at Chicago. So they're anticipating them to be trailing. If they're they're putting that up, and they're anticipating the Dolphins to score quickly too. Yeah, but that still doesn't mean that he hits his uh, his completions. True, true, true. What about lower on the completion percentage? So that's a that's a I, I don't know if ever we've taken that line, but that's not always offered either. Well, the one time I took it on Justin Fields, uh, I missed it. But Justin Fields is coming back this week, baby. That's the other that's the other big uh, storyline. So I'm gonna put this slip in here uh, with Aiden O'Connell on the uh, lower completion percentage. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'm torn between that and the the actual completions themselves. I'm uh, cool. He's, with at, he, he's at a 63.5 average for the season right now, and he had a uh, 59.3, but that was against the Jets. Um, 64 New York. So yeah, I mean he sh- he should have been higher against New York and. He got there against uh, Chicago. Jalen Ramsey on the Dolphins. And, uh... Yep, yep, yep. D- yep, Jalen's back. Yeah, D- Dolphins passing defense pretty good. So, yeah, we're we're gonna dial that up. Yep, we'll dial we'll dial that up. I don't really want to go. I don't really want to go towards a Josh Jacobs or a uh, a Devontae Adams. Maybe maybe a Josh Jacobs. Sixteen point five rushing attempts. Is is an interesting one, man. Look at his attempts the last couple weeks. Yeah, I think that that's a product of the fact the games were game close, script. Though. Yeah, game script. What about the receptions? I mean, he's he's only had two, but I mean, this type of game script with the the Dolphins pass rush and an immobile kind of pushing things close to the line of scrimmage kind of interested in these these receptions but then you got Devonte who also takes shallow receptions so does jacoby myers um so these are all kind of interesting even just five and a half targets for jacoby ten and a half targets for Devonte. what about the how, how's the six receptions looking what's his uh yeah he's oh. he's, he's he's right there man you're right there yeah, I don't know. I mean, a tight spot. I, I got to think they're going to be targeting uh, Devante. Yeah, I mean, he could completely fall on his face this game and 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 not hit anybody. Uh, you know, it might just be a complete oh, one Dude, side. check it out. If we go lower on Aiden O'Connell completion percentage then that fits with a higher amount of targets for Devontae Adams, but th- that aren't necessarily converted into completions. You kind of okay. have th- those are it- correlated under on the completion percentage and over on the targets. Yeah. What were his targets the last uh, couple games? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I'm saying in these tight oh, games, go. he's getting peppered with targets because it, it, he doesn't have much time to throw and he knows the guy that's going to be open. True. And, yeah. If they're, and, if they're down, they're going to have to rely on the pass game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I mean, the Dolphins are forcing teams to keep it closer to the line of scrimmage. So, 
Um, you know, they play a lot of two deep safety. You know, they, Vic Fangio, their defensive coordinator, is kind of known for that. And they're going to be playing press coverage, especially when you got Jalen Ramsey healthy. So, uh, yeah, I think this he could easily be uh, peppered with targets that are closer to the line of scrimmage. And but that don't necessarily get converted into a big completion percentage because I'm sure he's going to have to take plenty of shots as well. I know it sounded good. It sounded good in my brain, Steve. But I just noticed something. What uh, what form are you filling out here? Because there it says uh, entrance, and then it doesn't give you an ability to place a wager total. Is this a contest? What? Oh, I'm in the championships pickums. Champions prize. Whoa, buddy. Uh, contest and prize details. To win, you must have the most picks correct in your contest. The champions prize will be split evenly by all entrants who get the most picks correct in the contest. Interesting. I guess somehow I'm into uh, I'm in championship pickums now. Okay. We currently don't offer pickum champions in Florida. <laughs> Wait, That's I'm fine. in Florida. Oh, you know what? I was on Underdog the other day. I was in Tennessee, so I have to like somehow change my location. No, it says that you can't do that in florida you're just gonna have to do the regular sheet regular pick them slip well that's all i want to do i don't <laughs> yeah let's go back to pick them uh let's go back to nfl i've already got this in you're gonna have to you're gonna have to start it over i think start it over all right yeah, it has that the entries uh pick there uh that, oh, well, that refreshed there you go yeah it's okay perfect. okay 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 here we go here we go there we go so i'll put in my my ten dollars you know uh, what's, i hit the one button you know what's crazy andy how terrible kenny pickett has been and pittsburgh is in the position they're in right now and now they're gonna play cleveland in a game where again cleveland is starting like a guy that is a fringe backup in the league in my opinion mm. but they're just managing to win games both both of these teams andy are just managing to win games somehow yeah yeah i was talking about that before you hopped on pittsburgh's got like the highest number of wins this year with within one score so uh, yeah they're they're points for and points allowed are negative 26 but they're six and three <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. McLeod, McLeod is just having a good old time over there, man. Make sure, make sure you hit that like button, McLeod. We appreciate you, McLeod, brother. Looks like Arjun was asking about trading away. Trading away Chase uh, ahead of the playoffs, I would, honestly. 
I if if I, there's a whole you can tell a lot about a team's uh what's the word I'm looking for here? How they act after something happens and everyone just kind of quit, I felt like after Burrow was announced out for the game. So they probably knew it was pretty bad, but it even looked like the defense was quitting. So I I don't have a lot of high expectations for that offense going forward. I'd say if you had like the running game, it's uh, it's still bad, but not that bad. But Chase is definitely a big uh, downgrade now. Yeah, def huge downgrade in my opinion. Huge downgrade. Uh, Di- Diamond Dog says Purdy or Mahomes. Who's the better start this week? So as we look at the uh, a week eleven slate here. Tomorrow you got uh, oh you got Purdy playing at home against my Tampa Bay Buccaneers who have been just gashed up in the secondary by everybody except for Will Levis and that's only because their his offensive line just absolutely sucks and we just destroyed it and got to him so quickly uh, I don't think we'll get so lucky in San Fran well, I think we'll put some decent pressure but we're gonna leave plenty of open Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> Uh, you know, George Kittle, I think Debo Samuel's healthy now. I mean, this is a healthy 49ers offense. It's scary, scary, you know. So I uh, love Purdy in this situation, especially because the Bucks are a lot easier to be to had over the air. And then you've got um, the, uh, the Chiefs. Oh, the Chiefs get that Monday night game, dude. This is the this is the game maybe the game of the year, Steve. Chiefs have the Monday night game against the Eagles coming off the bye week. This is the week. This is the week. The Monday night, the Eagles play the Chiefs. Oh, can, baby! Can the, can the twelfth man, aka the referee, uh, save them again? I know a lot of people are still salty about that. I mean, honestly, it's not just been in the Super Bowl last year. I think a lot of people, myself included, feel like just on a week-to-week basis, they get just a little more help than than some other squads do. And uh, that's potentially part of why you see like a statistical downgrade for Mahomes because a lot of their yards come from penalties. Yeah. You know, um, hmm. I, I This game, this is tough, you know, tough. Uh, no, I think no Brock Purdy's going to make fun of you for, uh, for playing – for playing Purdy, Tampa's given up a lot, yeah. a lot of passing yards this year. Yeah, and, B- and Baker's having the career season passing the ball. He's he knows this is like a year for him to prove that he can be a good passer in the NFL. And Mike Evans wants the ball out, and he is doing so, and he's going to. I mean, he's one of those guys who, w- who wants to be a Hall of Famer. He's on a Hall of Fame track. Chris Godwin, he's a gamer, you know. Um, so this Buccaneers offense, even Rashad White's coming into form, man. So I think this is a game that's 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 really sneaky. I like betting overs on this game, uh, especially at forty one point five. Uh, I think I think betting the overs in this game and this game to get a little um, and interesting is is a good bet. You know, Andy, last week you said of these teams, which one do I think is a overachiever or pretender and i said the jaguars you thought that was a bold take but how do you feel about that now after they just got 
just leveled by the Niners, man. Yeah. Yeah, Zay Jones got arrested on Monday, too, uh, for a, a domestic uh, assault thing. And then he was also coming off an injury, back on another injury, and they just got steamrolled, man. They just got absolutely steamrolled last week. And you have multiple turnovers from Trevor Lawrence. So, um, dude, I get it. They got a bounce back matchup this week. Uh, ultimately, I think a lot of Trevor Lawrence's rookie card performance and values are going to be subject to how they finish this season and what they do in the playoffs. Like if they lose this division to the Texans and uh, somehow don't make the playoffs or they fizzle out in the first round, uh, I think that's that's where I mean, you know, there's still going to be a lot of truthers out there for Trevor Lawrence for probably a couple of years to come. But um, but yeah, I, I think his best prices are going to be in the playoffs. And if he doesn't make it, then I expect a nice dip. Yeah, they definitely get a soft game coming out of that uh, that brutal loss there. But, you know, if they beat the Titans, are you really going to? say that they're a really good team for it not a lot of people would you know so i still do think that uh that they've overachieved so far and uh you know i guess we'll see how they do the rest of the year but you know the will levis uh escapade i think is it's he's gonna start the rest of the year but i'm not really seeing anything there that is exceptional not yet again it's still really early but you can hold off on buying them he'll be cheap in the off season Yeah, yeah, I, I dig it. I dig it. I'm going with the chili pepper on Baker tomorrow. See, that's the thing. I think people aren't, don't think that uh, Baker can't throw a couple touchdowns against the Niners, just like he's been doing against every every other team the past few weeks um, for most of this year. So I'm going over on, on the uh, Baker Mayfield touchdown. I can't go with them with the Mike Evans touchdown, so I can go Mike Evans three first downs, eight targets, or 58 points. 0.5 receiving yards. Do you got underdog pulled up? If so, we can't see it. Oh, Steve. Uh, my great co-host here on the football card quest. There Thank you, go. sir. You know, babe, you know, say what you want about Baker. Um, he's actually QBR and all other things considered. He's, he's not doing bad at all. Realistically. I love Chris Godwin over five receptions, man. He gets, uh, peppered with targets every week, every week, and especially against a aggressive 49ers pass rush where he's got to get the ball out quick. Chris Godwin is going to get a lot of those short area targets besides uh, Rashad White, some Kate Otten, and Mike Evans. Yeah, this is interesting because, you know, going into last week, Niners had a few weeks where they gave up just a lot of yards and they acquired chase young they had a week off now all of a sudden they look like the same team at the beginning of the year that is not giving up anything so it's hard to say i mean the five receptions thing is it's not bad you know and the two passing touchdown thing not bad but i wouldn't be taking any high high yardage slips going against them this week mm, okay i dig it I dig it. The total yardage for Rashad White with his with his bell cow roll is really low on here, dude. Seventy three point five total, and I know you said no high yardage slips, but man, he's been putting up over a hundred total, ever almost every week. 
I mean, he's really kind of come into some decent form. I mean, not playing too bad of um, of lines. Yeah, I mean, maybe Tennessee's run defense, though, is supposed to be good. Uh, but he still was able to get them for 51, a big screen, you know. So I, I like these yardage props for Rashad White here. I think they're low. I'm scared. I'd be scared to place. You know, I, I wouldn't put any of those defenses in the same conversation as uh, as the Niners with how they looked last week. Okay. All right. So, twenty four point five receiving yards is low. We got that. You know, like a, it's, that's one of those where like a rushing or receiving touchdown, not bad, right? Because he doesn't necessarily have to do anything except break the plane you know you can get a yeah. yard but they the receiving yards could be good because they could potentially be in a shootout or trailing so that's not bad i like that better than the rushing yard Ooh, and brock purdy's got a ton of props available uh set from rush attempts the rushing yards and sacks and passing yards and completion percentage i mean a classic brock purdy game would be over 69.5 completion percentage 258 yards. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to go with the straight yardage here. He's hit that all of, of the past three weeks and or three games, I should say. And then I'm going to pair him up. I'm going to stack him with some Brandon Ayuk. Brand, Brandon, it's got to be a Brandon Ayuk yardage. I would love to put... Um, man, Brandon Ayuk with the four first downs is is pretty juicy too. Four and a half receptions. I like all these uh, just fine, but I think it's going to be the deeper pla- passes. I, I think you could get like two or three plays uh, passes from Purdy to Ayuk. He's going to hit the over on sixty seven point five. You know, yeah, he's been a model of consistency. I agree. So let's put in a ten dollars slip. It's on five picks. Potential to win 250. Are you playing with us, guys? Underdogfantasy.com promo code quest. Get that 100% is deposit bonus and uh, play along with us. Steve, as we go through the rest of uh, this slate, let's see if anything else jumps out at you. Got a, um, I, I know one game that does jump out at me here is this NFC North, like Cowboys, Panthers. Like, yeah, come on, let's see a Tony Pollard game. Please just don't. Pass it all game. They did that last week against the Giants. And um, yeah, I think they can win however they want here against the Panthers. So, you know, it's like, I don't know, man. They probably just throw the ball a lot. And CeeDee Lamb's going to put up a million points. Uh, Steelers, Browns, we we hit on that one. Thir- gross 33 point over on dumpster fire. <laughs> we'll see which way the ball bounces. <laughs> dumpster yeah. fire of a game. This, this is the game I'm excited about, Steve. This is the game that's on the thumbnail, brother. This is the game of the show to talk about. Uh, so get ready, people. Let's dig into this one. It's the Browns, or the Browns, excuse me, the Bears at the Lions. Divisional matchup. Also a revenge game for one David Montgomery. Yeah. <laughs> or the Bears, of course, did dirty. And he gets his revenge. And you know Dan Campbell is going to be dialing up some David Montgomery uh, goal line work, uh, midfield work, 
Uh, David Montgomery is going to be a weapon in this game. He's going to get his his lion's share of whatever he wants to uh, exact revenge on the Bears. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm excited about that game, but not in the way you'd think a Bears fan is excited about it. I would be dreaming to think that's a game that's going to be anywhere near close, but I'm excited just because we were early to the party, Andy, on – calling it for the Lions and uh, curious to see them uh, excited. I should say to see them continue to roll. Well, and, and we've got um, Justin Fields back, right? Justin Fields is playing tomorrow. You know, there's a, there's a curious stat about Justin Fields and the win loss record of the bears in games. He started versus the backup starting. It's not, not good. Andy, it's not good. <laughs> It's like, uh, I don't remember the exact number, so don't quote me, but it was like three or four wins and like 20-some losses versus the backup starting. It was like four and six or something like that. Like, so very skewed, very skewed. Yeah, so uh, this, this, that's that, that equals an even better game script for David Montgomery. <laughs> But what it does, uh, what it does offer is a high, a higher scoring ceiling for I think both teams because ooh, that's a beauty color match to the Bears. But yeah, it's like David Montgomery fans like yourself. I think this card will resonate a lot with, and you have a massive fan base in Chicago. This is numbered out of twenty five, Steve, with an RC shield and a rookie auto. You know what's cool is there's a lot of people when I go out to watch the games, there's a lot of people that are still rooting for Montgomery when the Lions games come on. So we're loyal to our guys here. I wonder if I can send this guy an offer for 17 if he'll accept. But uh yeah, I think he's a great um a great target right now with uh Justin Fields. Coming back and this matchup with the uh, the Lions, elite offensive line, this revenge narrative. Uh, definitely buying it with with the Lions um, at home here against the Bears. And in fact, I'm gonna parlay that offer I just made on David Montgomery on Com C with a David Montgomery over here. Whatever we want, Steve. Touchdown yards any all of them tud i can go for a tud yeah rushing attempts you know the rushing attempts aren't very fragile i think it's a great game situation where he easily gets in his 13.5 in my opinion uh but i uh, yeah with I, I just think it's just such a high likelihood he gets a touchdown in this game agreed I wish they gave us a pepper on it, but I agree. You know what? Yeah, I know. I was like, where's the one where DJ Moore is on this one, Andy? uh, That could be solid because he's been just serviceable without fields because Bajan's not exactly stretching the field, but uh, you might see a rebound, DJ Moore rebound this week. Yeah, man. Just as Justin Fields and DJ Moore were getting ramped up, um, Fields hurt his thumb. And so now he's back. So I, I do think that chemistry is there and they could easily pop back into it. So, and we got a chili pepper here. 
chili pepper alert on DJ Moore's uh, anytime touchdown, man. One point seven five X. Let's let's set this slip ablaze here with another big another big one. You know, here's another guy we talked about a few weeks ago, and he's shown up like we thought he was going to. And Najee Harris has kind of reemerged as a you know, maybe not like stat sheet destroyer, but like a fantasy relevant running back who's been more efficient. He's gotten more of the carries and he's gotten uh, most of the red zone work. Uh, yes, I I do agree. But it's odd that Jalen Warren started the game last week for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I think it was like a reward from Mike Tomlin because he told Warren the night before he had earned a starting role. So I think they're used very interchangeably, and we know that uh, they know Pickett's pretty much stinks. So they they really just want to run the ball and play defense, and yeah. they're doing a pretty good <laughs> job. These two guys do. I think you could start them both, man, if you if you wanted to. I and like I, I like them. There's probably people that have to honestly. So uh, next up, we got the Chargers at the Packers. This this one's kind of interesting, but the problem that, that I have with this one getting out of control is that, man, Jordan Love is just – I don't think he's it, man. I think I'm, I might be off of thinking Jordan Love is ever going to pan out to be a decent starting quarterback. He's having a, a bad season, man. And um, – I said this game does set up nice for like the run game with with Austin Eckler or uh, maybe Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon. How do you feel about this Chargers at Packers? Um, I think it'll actually be uh, not high scoring, but decent. If you look at what he did against the Steelers last week, not incredibly efficient, but almost three hundred yards, two touchdowns. He did turn the ball over, but um, it could make for a, a better game than I think most people are thinking. I like that you're going to Eckler first because that's a guy that you should go to first, especially when you're looking towards probable scores. Him and Keenan Allen are going to be, you know, the the first guys that are getting looks on the offense. But uh, on the other side of the ball, Christian Watson kind of is getting some targets, but uh, nothing's really clicking over there. Man, I'm gonna try and buy me a Austin Eckler rookie ticket auto. I'm making an offer from this guy, Mix KK. Never know when you can. Uh... What here? Let me see. Let me check one thirty point and see what these are going for here. What year is that thing? Uh, tw- twenty seventeen. I mean, I, I know, I know for a fact if I can get it at seventy bucks. Uh, oh, I've got a bunch of offers out there, so it won't let me. Okay, make so more here. I'll, I'll I'll give you the last uh, bunch of sales here. So the lowest is sixty five. The average is about eighty, and uh, there was a nine five that went for ninety six bucks. Andy, BGS. Oh, that that's a steal. steal though. That's a steal. yeah, that's a steal. I think yeah, I think target price. Uh, should be about 75 raw. Yeah, they're so hard to find on eBay too, man. I'm going to have to load some more money in my ComC account because I think that's a a great deal there on, on ComC for the Austin Eckler rookie ticket auto. You got you to gotta remember, guys, if, if you're out there, 
are wondering when you're thinking, well, that's high for running backs. And you look at other, these running backs, like whether you're looking at Brees Hall or even Christian McCaffrey, stuff like that, you're like, oh, that's high. But at the same time, Austin Eckler only has like 30 different rookie cards, you know? So the rookie ticket auto being one of them that has a print run in the uh, max couple hundred, do you know, max like 200 type range, 250 type range. And I mean, that's one of just two, two sets he was printed in, in his rookie year. And he's got only uh, those few rookie cards that makes that card exponentially worth more. It's the same thing with Taysom Hill or George Kittle. Uh, when they have such a limited supply of rookie cards, man, they just they can go up exponentially in value. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that like you nailed it. Basically, if he only has a handful of cards, and those particular cards, especially twenty seventeen, having a, already a low print run as is, that that only makes it that much harder to find compared to newer guys that maybe are of equal popularity but have thousands and thousands of cards. So once again, Steve, I'm going to parlay that thought about Austin Eckler with uh, with a slip on him. We got quite a few options here. Um, I like to over rushing 55.5, receiving 33.5. I'm fine with, well, they got a lot of rivals. But um, yeah, I'm fine. Honestly, if, if they had a total, it looks like that one's been bet out. I don't see a, a total. You know, um, even just a touchdown here. How about those uh, receiving yards? I like oh, that. There's, you like the receiving a 33.5? There's only a, only a couple games he hasn't hit that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. They do a ton of screenplays and stuff. Um, and like he, and Justin Herbert loves to check down to him. Loves it. I I just I'd like the total of ninety three point five, depending on the how the game strip kind of goes here in Green Bay. It you know it could be it could be advantageous just to do the uh, total on ninety three point five. Are you are you thinking we should stick with the receiving? Well, let me see something here. Uh, 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 uh. So again, well, granted, this was against Dallas, but against Dallas, he had only 27 rushing yards and then 35 receiving yards. So he would win you the receiving yards, but you'd lose the bet. Against the Bears, he had only 29 rushing yards, but 94 receiving yards. I think you're relying on him to also have a good running game. But he'll probably hit those receiving yards regardless. So I think we're hitting. We're hitting. We, we you sold me, man. You convinced me. I'm hit the right. over on the receiving yards of thirty three point five. All right, Steve. Cardinals. Uh, this is actually becoming an interesting matchup because of Kyler Murray making his return, and with how good this Texans offense is playing with C.J. Stroud behind center. Um, I, I like this one. That I mean, obviously, this one I think is a, a kind of a high target game here, especially with the Texans shootout potential. Man, you look at that shootout that that potential score that Vegas is forecasting of forty eight. It's interesting because I thought his style of play reminded me a bit of Kyler, uh, early Kyler before the video games, and uh, and now they're playing each other. So I'm I'm actually pretty interested by this game. Uh, Stroud has been 
lightning hot, but let's see. I, I'm not saying he's going to throw for three, four hundred yards here, but uh, but dude, his his passing yard prop is two hundred and sixty six. That's low. I mean, he's just destroyed that the past couple weeks. The question is, can Arizona keep up? I think they can with Kyler Murray. They can. They yeah, can definitely. They, they have all definitely the starters contend. back, and you have the uh, yeah. the next great tight end in the league, Trey McBride, yeah. throwing down every week now. James Connors, James Connors back. Marquise Brown is good. Uh, Trey McBride is good. Michael Wilson, I, I believe, may play. I think he's questionable, but I think he may play. He's a solid rookie. Um, this this team is. Uh, I think this team is competitive now. Uh, even though they, the 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 general manager may not want them to win games, they, they <laughs> they're more competitive now. So I like C.J. Stroud to um, to play fast and push this one some more, man. Especially, I think Damon Pierce is still banged up. He's not playing again, and they really haven't needed much, a whole lot from the run game. So Nico Collins is healthy too. So I'm going to go C.J. Stroud over on passing yards. I said what I said there. And probably a touchdown for Tank Dell or a touchdown um, for Nico Collins. Yeah. Touchdown for Nico Collins. <laughs> I was looking at an interesting one for uh, for Stroud on his rush attempts. He's slowed down on them the past few weeks, but early in the year it was about three to three and a half a game. So I think in games that he's forced to play from behind, he's not. But in neutral game scripts, which I think this one will be, I, I could see him getting closer to that three to four. John Mechie is a bust, McLeod. John Mechie is unfortunately a bust, or he needs another year to recover from from cancer. Maybe he has like a late career, you know, bloom. Um, I like James Conner, but um, I think right now he's kind of in that bust category, man. And, and Nico Collins and Tank Dell are just so much better than even Dalton Schultz is better than him. And Noah Brown was better. Noah Brown's out this week. Another reason to like Nico and Tank Dell even more and have like concentrated, um, concentrated target tree. What was the, I, I missed the last one you took. Was it Nico touchdown? I did. Yeah. I took the Nico touchdown over. Big but, spicy yeah. pepper. Yeah. Big spicy pepper, baby. That was like a 50 X slip right there so i was like turning 10 into 500 if we hit We're it bag in the table right now oh man i love that um love that matchup right there love targeting that that texas side then you got titans at the jags a couple uh more afc south teams jags I, I think this is a good one for them to bounce back here um for sure i i mean everybody's been cutting up the titans secondary so uh, even Kenny Pickett could throw a touchdown against Titans secondary. So uh, I like the Jags to be throwing up some touchdowns in this game, getting a bounce back. I'd be attacking the passing game. Let me see something here. Because if they can't get to Will Levis, he's competitive, you know. 
Um, Raiders, Dolphins, we we talked about that when we're all over the Devon A chain props there. Giants at Commanders. This one uh, is yeah. great for the Commanders, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're Brian Robinson guy. The Giants are just decimated. The season's toast. You got to figure that they're just laying down at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Start start your Commanders, man. If you if you learn anything from the Dallas game, that they're just gonna they're just gonna lay down. Yeah. Let's see what the um, the Sam Howell. And Sam Howell's rookie card values have gone up, uh, as he, he. I mean, the guy is has proven to be a gunslinger. You know what's interesting is Sam Howell. Um, when we were doing our best ball drafts, was a guy that I took probably eighty percent of the time as my second QB. And if you actually look at my best ball sheets, a lot of the weeks he's been the high scorer. He leads the league in passing yards. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah, he's crushing. I mean, look at the pass attempts per week, man. And he's on a 66.5 completion percentage. So in terms of efficiency, like under pressure, he's been really good. He ranks number four. Uh, overall, he ranks number 12 and number 11 in accuracy ratings. So uh, he's playing pretty solid especially with throwing this many passes he he's had a his re receivers have had 11 drop passes so that's actually kind of high at number 11 so he could be even higher and playing even better so um playing solid man uh solid and the thing is you compare him to uh brock purdy i guarantee you he's going to be much lower you got to feel is uh as great as you know, he's done uh, from a fantasy perspective. You got a feel for the guy who's had forty-seven sacks this year. Forty-seven sacks. The, the next, the next highest sacked quarterback is. Oh wait, Zach Wilson at thirty-three. But the next after that's only twenty-seven, I think. Or no, there's Russ. Russ has thirty. So I mean, he's he's still seventeen sacks ahead of the next guy. Man, he's still not cracking the top 10. <laughs> like in the past 30 days, you look at PSA 10 sold cards. I mean, he's still like the, the top 10 are all Brock Purdy. And then you get to the third row. Now you start talking about card number 13, card number 15, his prism, his oh, wow. base optic. 30 for a base prism PSA 10. That's, that's, that's pretty bad. wild. There must have been a really low... Boom. That's what I'm saying, man. You, you never know when you can get into an auction for so much lower. And look at that. Look at that pop total. That's yeah, not. Yeah, the pop, only 273. What's, what's the purdy? I got to know. <laughs> and now you got to know the purdy, don't you? It's uh, almost 2,000, man. Wow. Crazy, right? Like six or seven times more. Interesting. Yeah, everybody knows they want to get that 10 on a purdy to make make that money. Um yeah, I mean that's pretty uh, crazy. Commanders were to make the playoffs. You could see a uh, a huge spike there, man. Man, and and you look at the uh look at the optic market. 
you got some uh, once again only 119 PSA tens, but hard to get with a 35 percent grade rate. So it's hard to get. So these cards uh, typically going around fifty dollars. You even had a hundred. Well, that's 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 uh, optic hollow. So disregard. But you did have an eighty-seven dollar auction and last Sunday. So probably really well timed uh because otherwise you've got them going for around 25 to 30 and um yeah uh you got interesting opportunity on these sam howell cards they're getting more bids but there's still room for them to potentially grow i i think ultimately it's like an after this season heading to next season type of thing for sam howell because i think he's done enough to prove that he he probably should be the starter next year as well. But and you got, I don't know, you got to think that after a full season in this offense, he can only get even better next year. I just get concerned about them drafting a guy, you know, because he doesn't have necessarily the greatest draft capital, a fifth round pick, even though the beginning of the fifth round, I know they like him. So I, I think if he continues to play well, he's got a shot at being locked in as their starter because they probably are going to win too many games to get great draft capital, but they could be like right there in that position. They really need to build in the trenches, man. They need to build in the trenches on, on both offense and defense if they really want to win. Uh, they really, you're right. They probably should stick with Sam Howell. Yeah. They should draft some linemen, help the guy out for Christ's sakes. I mean, it's getting destroyed back there. And then that'll only help, you know, the already pretty good run game that they've got. And then uh, they have good receivers already. So everything kind of goes from there. Chad, what's good, man? Chad, how you been? He's got two, he got $250 for his prism green PSA 10 this week of, of, um, I think he's talking about Sam Howell. Nice. Awesome, man. Purdy, Purdy. I saw it in the discord. Oh, it was Purdy. Very nice. That's not even color matched at all. Congrats, man. That was a beautiful card. I'm not going to lie. I thought about it. Thought about it. <laughs> all right. Uh, Jet, Jets at the Bills is is an interesting one. Jets at the Bills. Have you, have you um, contemplated buying any Aaron Rodgers cards with a mid-December return? Do you think the record could be good enough by mid-December? Like, dude, who do you think is going to win this game right here with the Bills <laughs> floundering, having fired their offensive coordinator and all the turnovers that Josh Allen's committing? Dude, Jets at the Bills. That's a – Yeah. Um, I, I, as far as winning goes, man, it's going to be close. But if I was going and looking at that line, Jets getting seven points is – the way things have been rolling lately, the way I would go with that because – the defense manages to keep them in most games, and uh, Allen has looked meh at best. He's still the number one scoring uh, fantasy quarterback for this year, but clearly that is not what wins football games. I know, man. All right, uh, Seattle Seahawks at the L.A. Rams. Now, this one's interesting, Steve, because if you go back to what week one when Puka Nakua broke out, it was against the Seattle Seahawks. Guess what? Puka Nakua, healthy. Matt Stafford's healthy. They're both making comebacks this week. Uh, so I've got that written down here in bold. 
the Seahawks been have, have been allowing 240 passing yards per game. And this was the team in the spot that Nakua broke out at the beginning of the year. Give me some Rams, baby. I like it. I like it. Uh, you know, as soon as Stafford went out, you saw an immediate flattening of this offense. But now that you've got all the components back, Cup's healthy. Those two guys are healthy. Uh, I think it'll not only be a high-scoring game, but a game that they can potentially win decisively. You've seen Seahawks battling some receiver injuries, and uh, I like this one. Now, in terms of Puka Nakua's rookie market, not quite as as scarce as Austin Eckler, but it's it is challenging because, as you can see, as we're looking on COMC, he doesn't have any pro uniform on here. He wasn't yeah. printed in mosaic, uh, so is quite quite challenging, right, Steve? I know. I know. Earlier, that we had a few questions in the in the earlier in the show about trading and the playoffs coming up. If there's somebody that's got this guy and is out on him because he's had a couple flat weeks, you know, not everyone is staying hyper relevant and watching the stats and knowing who's in, who's out, and they're just plugging guys into their lineup. They may not know that the efficiency is tied to Matt Stafford. So go out there and try to get this guy. Uh, this is a league winning type receiver. Yes, sir. Yeah, he sure is, man. Even with uh, Cooper cup on the field, honestly, both these guys are must starts every week that Matt Stafford is starting. Cause Matt Stafford's he's a guy, he's a gamer, dude. He, he wants, he doesn't care about the, the Rams draft capital, this and that. He wants to be a Hall of Famer, and he wants to put up the most passing yards <laughs> known to man. And he is going to every time he starts, dude. He is going to be slinging it like that's his last game. And um, I have no doubt. I have no doubt that Puka is going to be popping on the leaderboards after tomorrow afternoon once again. Andy, we have graduated from college uniforms to practice uniforms with Puka Nakua. Yeah, you see the Panini black. Uh, it, it's decent because you get pro logo and uh, practice uniform, but it's like, man. At least I, the, the practice uniform one is uh, uniform color at least, right? Certified. <laughs> yeah, there you go, man. Certified. We've got it color matched. Even has like a gold appeal. The one thing I like about certified, Steve, it's hobby only. It's pretty uh, a thick uh, cardboard type card, not a chrome finish, but almost all of them are serial numbered. Certified is huge on serial numbers. And uh, from that standpoint, it, I think it's always been an undervalued set that I've been a, a fan of because of the serial numbering. I, I'm in I'm a proponent of having every card serial number, to be honest with you. But um, certainly I like some sets like this, like certified where they keep it all serial numbered. Look at that. Um, that one there. Yeah. That's yeah, rookie roll call, man. That's actually this is a solid card. The rookie roll call's got some notoriety. <laughs> I agree, Chad. I agree. Does he have anything ending, Andy, in the next uh, you know, 30, 40 minutes here? Um, uh, that one. Let's see. Oh no, maybe maybe there might be something there. Ending soonest. There we go. Um Certified. None of the new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. That bums me out that 
that they didn't put him in mosaic. You know, I like that set, but maybe hopefully by the time like Spectra comes out, my my main favorite set, they'll have that one in there. Oof. Check out this CGC 10. Heck yeah, man. Turn of the century auto. Like this is the chase card for Nakua. I mean, you That's get awesome. practically in pro Rams uniform practice with the with the helmet and color match and just a sick design. And it is a, a rookie auto. I mean, technically, this is his first pro uniform card, Steve. I like that. I like yeah. that. that this is the card. And this in a CGC 10, which when you compare them in the hierarchies, I mean, CGCs get get the same respect as an SGC 10 and um, very, very well-known, reputable grading company. And um, their plastic is the best in the best in the uh, industry for sure. So uh, I think that's a very solid. They're, they're very consistent and, uh, and strict with their grading as well. So people respect it backed by one of the oldest coin and paper grading companies they do comic book grading they're well known and video game grading as well uh so yeah it's not like um they've been around for a hot minute yeah yeah so to get a 10 i mean it's not even you don't even want to break it uh crack it out Uh, i think that's a great um great price point honestly steve with the scarcity of his rookie autos if I could get this close to where it's ending, I feel great. But I'm I'm okay with going a little bit higher, like 125 on this card, and still feeling like safe about it right now. Because um, I mean, I'm sure that they've reacted and they've got him in stuff at the end of the year. But with this being his first uh, official rookie card in a pro uniform with the rookie card logo and the pro autograph and stuff. And in that 10 slab, I think is going to do okay long-term as well. Yeah, man. I love it. I love these kind of guys that I know Derek gives me crap for it, but these guys that, you know, weren't top first round picks, second round picks, even, even third round picks. And they just come into the league and uh, force their way into your starting fantasy lineup. And uh, I love it, man. It's a, it's a great, great player. And uh, you should go get them if you don't have them yet. I agree. And if, and if Panini can't get him in a pro uniform from a game this season in Prism and Select and Optic, we we riot. We 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 take to the Panini factory in wherever Texas and <laughs> take our take our footballs and throw them at their windows. Um <laughs> is there do we got a Puka slip that we're starting, Andy? Uh do I have a Puka slip? This is this is a good this is a good uh slip to end the show on, Steve. I like it. Let's see. Let's see if we got a Matt Stafford Puka slip. We do, we do have a Matt Stafford and a Puka slip, man. Ooh, Matt Stafford's got all the props. Grab one or two guys from this game and then maybe from the Viking and Broncos game. Oh. Uh should we go with the Puka chili pepper touchdown or just go with his yardage? He's got a lot of solid three and a oh, half first downs. Is a beautiful thing, man. Five and a half. Five and a half receptions. I like that one too. And then you could go Cooper Cup uh, with Matt Stafford going over on the passing yards. I say we go Cooper Cup over on the um, receiving yards, and then we got Puka on the receptions. So we take those three guys, and then. 
we go uh, back to the scoreboard and take a couple guys from Sunday night game, the Vikings at the Broncos. What do we got yeah, on I Javon? think we attacked that Ty Chandler line. We got a Javante line on there. Let's see. Um, no Ty Chandler line. I I guarantee we got a Javante, man. That Rover Javante has increased big time. Javante's looking good right now. And the Vikings run Vikings defense overall have been playing really solid, but um 12th right now in run defense. So you like these on, on Javante? 18 and a half receiving yards. That's pretty low. I know he's got soft hands. Good receiver as well. Let me take a look at his uh, his trends here. Yeah, I mean, he's he's you know finally shaken the uh, the rust off from the injury and clearly asserted himself back in the, the starting role here. Let me see what he's done. 82, 85, 79 in the last three weeks, averaging 3.3 receptions a game. <clears throat> you know, Minnesota blitzes a lot. That that receptions, he's already averaging 3.3 receptions. That could be that could be a good one. I dig it, man. I dig it. Now we got four on the slip. And you got um you got Eagles Chiefs. Eagles Do we want to take a, a T Hawk line or do we want to go with the the main event on uh, Monday? Uh um we can we can include I like I mean Hawkinson is a primary target for TJ Hawkinson touchdown. I like Ooh, that. He adds a chili yeah, pepper. Especially at a one seven five multiplier. That's beautiful. Look at that. 350 bucks if we get this one right. Just off a of, off a of $10 slip. Scorcher. Oh, they call oh it scorcher. We're gonna call we're gonna keep calling it a chili pepper then. Scorcher. And you'll just have to uh get in the Discord if you're not in there to find out uh the slip that we put in for Monday night's game. Because uh we're out of time, Steve. It's been it's been a pleasure, man. Um, yeah, I wish you luck tomorrow. Likewise, likewise. No, no early morning game, guys. So you don't have to uh, wake up at the butt crack of dawn. You can sleep in until eleven thirty if you want. One more, one more snipe for you guys uh, for the week. Always remember to target those those guys on bye week. Colts on bye week this week. Steve shared this with me in the private chat. Not very often grill cards like this pop up. This one's in and tomorrow at 11 a.m. It's a Jonathan Taylor cracked ice rookie ticket He's auto back, currently baby. at 180. He's back. He's back. All right, Steve. Always a pleasure, man, talking shop with you. Appreciate all you guys out there in the chat as well. Appreciate nooffseason.com for their partnership. And the fact that they provide sports card rankings for all other professional sports. I wish you guys good luck tomorrow. Uh, Derek McLeod, get to sleep until 5 a.m. Let's go, baby. Let's go. All right. Later, y'all. Have a good weekend, guys. Peace.